The uh, the news was out this week, a couple days ago, I guess, first, and then it was in the paper today, that the CHCH building is up for sale. Now, this is, this may mean nothing. This may mean a lot of things. So joining us to try and walk through this, a guy who spent many, 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 many hours in that building, Scott Urquhart, former reporter. Scott, how are you tonight? I'm good, thanks. How are you good doing, Scott? I'm doing okay. Now, I want to say to people up front on this one, just so we are absolutely clear, because there are going to be people who say Scott is just a disgruntled employee because when things happen there, they happen. Well, Scott was an employee of CHCH. He's not anymore. So you can listen to him and decide for yourself whether he's a crazed, lunatic, upset employee. I don't think he is. And that's why we have him on, because he is able to talk about this in a reasonable, rational way. I just want to get that out there, Scott, so no one thinks we're trying to fool them or think that we're being too biased about this. But when you saw that this building was up for sale, what was your initial reaction? What did you immediately think this meant? Well, a couple of things went through my mind, Scott. First of all, it was uh, this is not completely a surprise. Um, the other half of that, however, the corollary was uh, here's an opportunity to uh, liquidate assets and move them uh, to put them sort of out of reach of the claim of bankruptcy that the uh, union Unifor has filed against the company. So there's a, there's a few things going on here, I think. Well, the, the first one, let's go through them in order then. The first one is, uh, the, the suggestion was that some people have had that this is a, a first move that, well, let's go right back to the, the one even before that. With all the layoffs that happened back in December, there's really no need for a building this size. Even if you look at the pictures, Scott, that are, that are posted online with the listing, there are even pictures of an awful lot of empty rooms that are not being used. So maybe this is just a case that, man, we just don't have the need for all this space anymore. Well, it, it's true that ever since the uh, production crews uh, stopped uh, producing television shows at CHCH. We've had a lot of uh, empty space there, and the building has been really too big in, in many ways for what was going on there. So there there have been rumors for uh, a number of years since the new owners took over that, yes, we would be moving from uh, the home of CHCH for more than six decades, and uh, that form, those rumors took all kinds of forms. Uh, at one point, we were told that uh, there may be a new building in the offing on Pier 8 with the new waterfront development. Mm. Uh, so that was, that was just one scenario. But yeah, there were rumors for probably for the last two or three years that we were going to move. Okay, so the next suggestion, the next idea that people came up with or, or put out there was that CHCH, the, the owners of the company, uh, are going to try to move the whole station to Toronto, basically, and just have a shell operation, a few people still working in Hamilton. What do you think about that idea? Well, they did make an application to the CRTC uh, along that line. It hasn't been approved yet. Uh, they wanted the CRTC to expand the definition of what local television really means. Uh, is local only in Hamilton, or is locals, does it stretch to the boundaries of Toronto? Does it stretch uh, westward uh, or towards Kitchener? What is local television? So there was uh, an application made in that form, and, and another rumor that came up was perhaps we would be moving to the uh, Channel Zero offices uh, on Dundas West. Um, so that, too, has been uh, you know, kicked around. But uh, as I said, the CRTC made no ruling on that, and so this may be just a different tack. If there was to be a different building in the city, with, with the staff that's there now, 
how much how much space do they actually need? I mean, I I know they still have to do technical things, or do they? With, with the with the fact that Channel Zero exists and they've got facilities in Toronto, do they need to have all the equipment, or basically do you just need to have space for reporters and camera people to set down their equipment for lunch and edit at a desk? And you you really need very little space now. No, they would they would need. Um a significant amount of space for the uh, television studio portion of it for shows like Morning Live and the 6 o'clock news. Um, I, I say that, and at the same time, I, re- I hark back to the days when I started at CHCH, and the uh, the news was done in a little, a little studio that was so small that you literally had to you'd stand outside to hand the scripts in. <laughs> hand the script to Dan McLean and Dick Beddoes because there just wasn't enough room for you and the cameraman and the, the anchor desk and the two you know people behind the desk to fit in there. So yeah, you, so it's been done. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's expanded quite a bit from that. And uh, they would need a significant studio space of some sort. Uh, having said that, though, a much, much smaller building uh, than what they've got now would uh, absolutely fit the bill. But could a... a, a and- there, with the suggestions that things may operate out of Toronto at some point, and you say with the application, could that legitimately work if you are trying to be a Hamilton TV station? Could you, I, I'm not saying whether philosophically, Scott, people would buy that. What I'm saying is, could you logistically actually try to be a Hamilton news station with most of the operation operating out of Toronto? Logistically, it's no, no problem at all. It could easily be done. Um, whether, in fact, the people who are supposed to be the local viewers would buy into that. Well, that, absolutely. That's, that's a different story. That's absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's the philosophy of it. And I, and I think, quite honestly, you saw, you saw firsthand what the reaction of people was when the, everything happened in December, and you saw how that affected everybody. Right. And you saw how people responded to that. I, I'm not sure, based on what we saw then, that there would be too many people in the city who would be too excited about saying, oh, yeah, it's a Hamilton station operating out of Young Street. Well, I think that's true, Scott. And, and even now, five months down the road, uh, I'm still getting stopped by people who are still angry about what happened in December. And, uh, you know, they, they continue their vow never to watch CHCH again. Now, how much of that's just hyperbole, I don't, I don't know. But certainly the, the anger has not dissipated uh, or gone away at all in many, many cases. And I think a move like that would uh, seriously damage the, the, the viewership, the bread and butter that was that station for years and years and years. You may recall they tried to make us uh, on TV at one point, yes. Ontario TV. And that was such a disastrous effort, uh, trying to uh, move Hamilton out of the equation, that they, they had to surrender and go back to a Hamilton newscast, because this city is somewhat unique in its uh, proprietary feelings towards that television station. It's the television station of the Hamilton citizens. And, uh, because probably because it's the only one, Scott. I mean, that's a big reason for it. It's the only one. Yeah, that's true, but it's it's really unique in broadcasting. I've never, London, Kitchener, and some of the other stations roughly our size, I've never seen a community that is so invested in its television station as the people of Hamilton were, or still are, in CHCH. Um, they really take it personally, and that's not necessarily the case. I mean, um, Kitchener went to CTV Toronto. They're basically a, a repeater station for CTV Toronto. Uh, that didn't seem to cause too much trouble or ruffle any feathers. 
But um, here, it's a different story. Are you aware of any other station that would operate like what is being proposed, that it would be a Hamilton station? I mean, basically covering one city out of another and not a suburb. I mean, I understand that some places will have a an outlying area, but where the two cities so clearly distinguish themselves from each other, right? So we're not just talking about covering a large area from a central hub of trying to cover one very, very different city that sees itself as nothing like the place where it would originate from? Uh, not that I can... Uh, I can't think of any. No, not that I can think of offhand. I mean, the closest thing I can I can come to is, is Victoria and Vancouver. Um, the city of Victoria, B.C. is very definitely not Vancouver, and the people who live on the island uh, are very loyal to the station that's there, the independent station that's there. Um, and they wouldn't stand, I don't think, for uh, Vancouver taking over and uh, and pretending it was Victoria. That wouldn't fly there either. But that's the only other example I can even think of. Scott, the other thing you mentioned that, uh, and I'm sure, have, I mean, have you been talking, by the way, with other former CHCH employees since this building went up for sale? Have you talked with any? Have you had discussions? Not, uh, not at length. No, I've, I've. Uh, you know, been monitoring the social media contacts and that sort of thing, but I haven't sat down with anybody and said, "What do you think?" Because I'm wondering if the other side of it is the other suggestion you made that this was a way to move some assets out of a certain company's possession so that it protects it in the event that a lawsuit goes forward. Yeah, and that's very definitely a concern. I mean, uh, we've heard estimated values for that property running from six to ten million dollars uh, conservatively. Now. Having said that, uh, the main house, the old house, what we call the old house at the front of Jackson Street, does have a heritage designation. So there would be some restrictions on what might be done with the property. But the uh, studio space at the back, the uh, metal-clad CHCH studio space, uh, could be bulldozed tomorrow, and there wouldn't be a problem with that. And that's quite an extensive piece of property there. Well, yeah, and I was trying to think, is there any other use? And I suppose there's always some other use, but what other use could there be for that kind of building? Because it's it's quite unique. Well, with the um, rejuvenation of downtown Hamilton, I mean, I think it's more likely to be bulldozed and and replaced by a condo development of some Mm. sort rather than, uh, you know, rent it out for office space. Uh, we tried, uh, as, a, as a company, uh, CHCH, to, to rent it out over the years. We got a few takers, uh, not nearly enough to make it sustainable. And so I, I don't see that as being commercially viable in the long run. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I'm no real estate broker, that's for sure. But I think it's more likely that the, uh, the building would be torn down, what, what can be torn down, and replaced by some sort of development. Well, what is sad to me, I mean, there's a number of elements of this that are sad. One, of course, is the people and the the ongoing story of what happened in December with all the the cutbacks and layoffs. That's very sad to me, all the people who suffered that, including yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, The other part of this, though, is you touched on it, that Hamilton has a really unique history, not entirely, but a lot of it in that building. There were some great, weird, offbeat completely different kinds of shows that were filmed there, that that would be a bit of history that would be lost in the city if that building were to go away. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I don't just mean the 6 o'clock news with Nick Dixon. <laughs> 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 no, I, I mean, what, hilarious House of Frightenstein was done there, right? Right, yeah. So and, things and, like the Tiny Talent Time in its, in its original incarnation, and on and on and on. There's been so many shows that have been out of there that were uniquely 
And I, I use the word weirdly. I mean, some of them were kind of weird, but weirdly Hamilton that people really still hold in very close, high regard. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, as you say, I mean, they were they were done um, uh, in what we called the uh, the old uh, studio back uh, in the eighties, and then up to about nineteen ninety, I think, is when we we put the new building up or the new addition up. Um, and it was quite a conglomeration of old houses and uh, and this barn that housed the studio and uh, our trucks and that sort of thing before we you know sort of consolidated there on Jackson Street. But yes, I mean there were many many things that are still icons of of Canadian television history that happened uh, in that building. When did you start there? I started there in 1981. So were you around when Vincent Price would roll in to do his uh, his readings? Oh well, no, that was well. That I, would have been around that time, right, or a little yeah, earlier? Just just a little bit earlier, uh, just at the very end of that era. I think I came in, and uh, uh, but it was still like that was still. Um, the pride of the station. I mean, the crews there were excellent crews, the top-notch. They were sought out by Hockey Night in Canada. They were sought out by Major League Baseball. They were sought out by the uh, International Olympic uh, Committee uh, to, to produce, you know, high-level events for them. And um, they were very skilled crews, and, and those shows were a point of pride for all of them. That is Scott Urquhart, uh, one of our favorite guests here on the show. A little bit different today, but we, uh, we really appreciate you doing this tonight. Scott, thank you. No problem. Thank you, Scott.